Welcome back to Game in the System. This is Matt, Jem, Caroline and Alex. Uh, this is a bonus round and we are doing the best top eight mini games in games. So these are games that are ways to waste time in a game to procrastinate, um, sometimes just to enjoy them. Um, but they are signs of, uh, like, they must be projects of passion because they, they're never, like, going to be vital to a game. It's very rare they're going to be vital to a game. Um, but some of them have uh, forged very special places in our hearts. Um, so for number one, uh, Alex, what would you choose? I'm going to pick, uh, I think this is mainly in what was in Spyro 3, or Spyro 3 reignited and it's the little levels where you can play as spyro's dragonfly sparks in in sort of mini levels um and it's like a top-down scroller shooter type thing and he, he just shoots little bolts from his mouth and you have to find the key to unlock the way through to to all the gems and things and it's it's totally different gameplay style to the normal spyro um which is always quite fun um, and yeah, there's just all sorts of little mini boss fights in each of them. And, uh, you don't have to play them, but they're always quite fun to play. And it's nice that you could, um, you could actually play as, as Sparks as well, because he's a classic character from Spyro. Um, I think for much of the time, he doesn't actually have a voice. He just goes, rrr, 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 um, which is really cute. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorites that I remember both. In the original, I think third Spyro, and then the re reignited version. So it looked all shiny and new when I played it again. Um, and equally a source of much frustration because they're quite difficult little levels. But uh, you have to keep pushing forward because I've got to get all those gems. So they're always good, good fun to play. I never played um, the original one because um, I was I only played Crash Bandicoot. But Spyro Reignited was oh, stunning. Yes. Yeah. It had that same thing. I I did I did see a little bit of the early Spyro. Um, but it had that same quality of the Crash Bandicoot where it, it looked the way I remembered it in the mm. in the remastered version. Um, Gem, what would your number two be? Um, I'm going to say Chocobo Racing. Um, so um Chocobos are like big sort of emu like birds that um tip up in most of the final fantasy or all of the final fantasy games in one form or another and and i'm always slightly nervous when i start playing a game as to whether or not i'm going to get to ride the chuckabos in this version of it and um and so i'm always super excited when i find them and I just love my chocobos. I've always loved the chocobos. And often in the games, there's some sort of mini game to do with racing them at a, a where you, you win little prizes and things. And um, and so, yeah, that's that's always been my favourite thing. And I was very excited when I found that they had them in the um, Final Fantasy Online game. And, uh, yeah, when we're running around on, the, <laughs> on that as soon as I could. So, yeah, chocobo racing. I think you just like saying Chuckabo. Chuckabo, yeah. No, I also just wanted to say Chuckabo to see how it feels, and it's really quite fun. It's <laughs> a good word. It's a bit like chocolate. Remake, I haven't, no, not yet. Not yet. Interesting to see what you think of that. Yeah. Um, 
there'll there'll certainly be a lot of chocobos in the future <laughs> um, particularly in the next game um uh caroline what would number three be okay well so this is like a really possibly the shittest mini game in some ways but so i'm going to talk about rust so <laughs> in rust and you know for people who haven't been especially people who weren't playing it at the beginning um, back in 2016, when I first saw my other half playing Rust, he basically, all he ever seemed to be doing was holding a rock and hitting a tree repeatedly. And that is a large part of what Rust is, because you need to gather a lot of wood. You can't make better tools to gather wood until you've gathered a lot of wood. So in the beginning, you are just literally holding a rock and hitting it against that. And I think it was around 2018. So after two years of just hitting a tree with a rock or occasionally like, you know, if you had a pick and just, you spend so much time just hitting trees, rust, that they introduced a tree mini game where there's a little, when you hit first hit it, a little red X appears. And if you get your next hit on the red X, then you, you get a bit more damage than you would have done anyway. And it's then cumulative and little red X's keep appearing all around the tree. And so you've got something to aim at each time. So the idea was that since this is the most boring bit of the game, they're going to try and make it a little bit more interesting. The only problem with it is that one, it's not that exciting. And <laughs> it's, um, every, I cannot remember a single update that they've done in the last few years where they haven't said, fixed the problem with X's not appearing in the correct place on the tree. Because quite often if the tree is on a hill or if it's in a slightly different bit of terrain, then the X will appear somewhere that you can't actually reach. And then that breaks the whole mini game. So while it's not the most exciting mini game, to me it's a very important mini game. So it's going in my <laughs> top eight because of that. So stressful because I imagine a million like users smash onto Reddit and go, I can't fit the fucking X. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is like if you play on the busy PvP servers of Rust anyway, you're dead by the time you've hit the second X anyway. So uh, <laughs> you're never going to get to hit that tree. You need to be in a clan. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you can do a game where the tree fights back. That should be, that should be an Evil Dead game. I mean, that's what you need that for. <laughs> okay my turn um first one i'm going to go with is the riddles in the arkham games they are so tantalizing and you go i love everything where you walk past something early on and there's no way to get to it and you clock it and go i'll be back for you i'm not going to forget about you um the the best iteration is art in the arkham knight game i love that game that game is a masterpiece um, and that will make will probably make a feature in a future bonus round, which will be the best grappling hooks <laughs> in games. Because oh, I, lo I love a good grappling hook. Yeah, um, sorry, I'd already thought of two for that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and all the I I've platinumed Arkham Knight, and just going through the city, swooping around and solving all these puzzles is. Awesome. Um, and then you get to the Riddler never shuts up, even when you finally smash his face into the ground at the end. He always goes, I will get you next time, Batman. <laughs> uh, oh, and the um the Riddler car races as well. They're they're awesome. 
I do find like I do the riddles in the Arkham games just because I, I it's like he's baiting you into it. It's like the Riddler's being that annoying. It's like, screw you, I'm going to solve all of these. I'm going to find all your stupid little trophies just because you're being that winding up. So yeah, totally with you on that. I love that Batman never, never, like he just doesn't care. He just does it and then beats the Riddler and then walks off and just doesn't care about anything the Riddler says. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, there's the trope of Catwoman gets captured and then you have to save her. Um, okay, number five, I will go back to Caroline. To me, ooh, okay, so I was I was torn between two here. I'm going to go for the one that I've actually played. Um, <laughs> but I'm giving, I'm giving an honorary mention to Gwent because although I've never actually played The Witcher 3, um, I watched my other half play so much of it and I thought Gwent was important. But that's not what I'm going with because I haven't played it. Um, I'm going with uh, the puzzles in Breath of the Wild, the shrine puzzles. So Zelda Breath of the Wild, um, all around the map, your fast travel points basically are these little shrines that have puzzles in them. And you need to use either your magnetic power or your freezing time power to solve. And it's basically normally there's a ball there there's a square there, you need to get the ball to the square, but there's a whole load of shit in the middle that's going to stop that happening. And you've got, it's just, it, I, I, they're the sort of puzzles that should be maddening, but they're just the right level of, mm-hmm. I say this is a 40-year-old woman. I mean, I'm, it's amusing that I think they're both just the right level of difficulty for my intelligence. But obviously there's 10-year-olds out there who are managing to do these puzzles. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's like they just they have that right level of difficulty that it's a challenge but you don't go this is completely impossible i'm just looking it up instantly and they really kind of break up the game nicely because it's like the rest of the time you're wandering around going beautiful scenery and fight 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 beautiful scenery but then you get into the little shrine and it's like right how am i gonna get that square over there i love them for that so yeah the little shrines and breath of the wild um, I, I've just, um, I've just thought of what you just said. Uh, 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 just remind me, because I, I, I was uncertain about what my number two was going to be. And I've got a list of things. Uh, you just reminded me of how things break up the games and how uh, getting that that sweet spot when you design a puzzle where it's. It's just right. And I watched a, um, a game developers conference um, lecture on how to create the perfect puzzle. Um, and it's, oh, it's so cool. It's like writing a joke. There's a formula to it. And I'm trying to make some puzzles um, at the minute. And it's, it's, it gave such a helpful blueprint. This is the thing. It's not just, they don't just do it by magic. They have a, they have a formula. Um, so that made me think of the, um, the chest puzzles in God of War where you have three um, runes that you have to hit. You go, you throw your axe and you have to, and it, it develops. So first off, it's just three things. You throw it and they smash and then it's done. And then it progresses onto bells where you throw it and you have until the bells stop ringing to hit the other ones. And then it starts, the bells are all over the place and you've got to find the right way to, to, to hit them. And they just they just showcase how awesome the axe is and how versatile it is, um, and that there's you can use it for so many so many purposes. And the 
of the bell itself is, is, is epic. Um, okay, Alex. Yes. Well, I'm going to give a quick honourable mention to um, the mini games in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Um, so there was things like Wizard's Chess, and I uh, can't remember the other one, but it was like little marbles and they exploded. And you had to get them to a certain spot. And that's it, cobstones, yes. Oh, so good. But yeah, that was nice because it was like, you're a school kid, you're going to play games in the pro- in the playground kind of thing. But my pick, I was it was a toss-up between this and that. But my pick is my most recent mini-game, which I have discovered, which is Orlog from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And uh, the first time I played it, um, obviously had no idea what I was doing, but it was daytime when I started and nighttime when I finished. <laughs> um, so, as in in game world, not in actual real life, that would be a bit much. Um, but it was so good; it was very much kind of Gwent esque. You had dice that you threw, and then you had to like pick which dice you wanted to keep, and the dice kind of fought each other for tokens, and you had to destroy each other's little um, pebbles. I'm going to call them pebbles because I don't know. What I've forgotten what they're actually called. But I haven't won any of them yet. But I'm going to one day. I'm gradually learning. But that's what I like about the kinds of mini games where it takes a little while to to get your hand in and really become a master. But that day will come soon. And one day <laughs> I will win. Um, but I just really like it. It's very tactical. And you do have to kind of come up with a strategy based on, because obviously one person starts first and then you start so it's whether you get the advantage by starting second seeing what someone else is doing and all that sort of stuff and it really gets your brain in gear if you want to have a little bit of a a workout for 20 minutes or so to stop in between all the assassinations and and uh, looting and pillaging and other things (laughs) that Vikings do so it's that's really fun I'm really enjoying it so far even though I've lost all of them (laughs) I love the um, the growing phenomenon in modern games where they actually uh, they the character actually physically plays the game and touches things. So the best or uh, version of that for me is in Red Dead Redemption Two, playing poker. It's just mm. the flawless moving about of all the cards. But that's 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 not my that's not one of mine. Okay, uh, Gem number eight. Um, I'm going to be a bit general here i'm afraid but i'm gonna go with fishing because <laughs> i i do fishing in so many different games and it's always frustrating um <laughs> but also always fun and i spent hours and hours and hours fishing in world of warcraft i've spent time fishing in um in in, in the muds that i used to play i've spent time fishing in stardew valley i've spent time fishing in um the sims i've spent time fishing oh gosh i'm 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 even fishing in resident evil the village at the moment i mean it's usually with a gun but i'm still fishing um so you know and it's always quite interesting like the different techniques that they do there's like there's a lot of fishing in um in final fantasy to see 11 12 wherever i've been whatever i was playing so you know there's it it's it's a good game and yeah i just really like it and i'm not a big i don't fish in the real world <laughs> so so for me it's quite interesting but it's always a nice break as as you said alex you know it's like mm. it's a nice break to go and do these things that are not 
whatever the rest of the game is about. So it's nice. And and I really, really enjoyed it in um, World of Warcraft because I could then turn my fish into things that were really useful in in raids and um, in, our, in our actual gaming. So it, it, it had a... It was something I used to do as a bit of downtime and then it had a real use within the game. And I mean, most of the time fishing does, but World of Warcraft was the one where I found it the most rewarding, I think. No one's got into I don't know why I found... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I just don't know why I found fishing so funny. I've just been trying not to laugh my head off for the last 10 minutes. But it's like, it's something, and Sonic Adventures is all I was thinking of as well, where what's um, the big big cat guy and doing loads of fishing and that. And yeah. (laughs) But sorry, I just was. I just had one of those nervous laughs that had to come out. I apologise for stepping on your point, Matt, just to laugh. No, my, my, <laughs> I was. I was literally trying to just find something to say until I say that was our top eight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for watching. Um, this game the system bonus round. Please like and comment. Those are the things that help uh, YouTube go. Oh, people are interacting with this. It must be really good. We'll share it higher up in the in the rankings. Um, and also uh, share and subscribe as well if you feel like it. And uh, we will see you every Thursday at 7 p.m. with something or another. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.